0: Gracious God, may only your words be spoken and your words be heard. Amen. Jesus makes an observation about our individual spiritual growth and I would argue about ministries within a church and churches themselves. When he says, I am the true vine and my father is the vine grower, abide in me, just as a branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides, unless it is connected, unless it is tapped into the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. It is a practical object lesson that Jesus gives. I can imagine him being surrounded by vineyards in first century Israel as he is giving this analogy saying to us again as individual Christians, and I would argue as ministries within a church and as a church itself, that if we are no longer abiding, we are perhaps beautiful as this hydrangea flower provided a lot of beauty and still provides beauty as a dried flower. And while this flower and these flowers provide beauty and are in fact offerings of love, And things that help us worship God while they are good, while they provide a lot of good. When they are cut off from or separated from their source of nourishment. While they may be good, they cannot grow. They have no continuing life flowing into them. And so while they are good, they will wither and waste away because they have been cut off from the source of nourishment. And compare that to something that is still rooted, that still is drawing nourishment from the soil, can still draw water up. This will continue to grow. This will continue to thrive because it is rooted and not cut off. Now, that example or that concrete object lesson, again, for us as individual Christians being connected to word and sacrament, being connected to God, had a certain amount of power for me, but it assumed a whole new sense of power when meeting with my spiritual director about six years ago, I said something and all of a sudden the metaphor or the analogy was switched for me or a new one was given to me. I was talking to my spiritual director and I said, you know, I, I feel really drained right now. I'm, I need to take some time off and recharge my batteries. And he said, watch your language, John. And I, I said, well, it was an odd thing for him to say because I hadn't cussed. Not that I wouldn't cuss, it's just that I didn't happen to have cussed in that conversation. And plus, this priest isn't the kind of priest who takes offense. at salty language. So I was confused. I said, what? He said, watch your language. Notice how you just now referred to yourself as a battery. Do you notice how you just referred to yourself as a battery? Batteries have energy, but they get drained. He said, what if you thought of yourself more as an extension cord? An extension cord only needs to be plugged in to have energy. It does not have any energy in itself. It only conveys energy from an energy source outward. It only transfers energy, or as the name implies, extends energy. Now, that was a bit of an aha moment for me, switching the analogy I had in my head from myself as a battery easily drained to, some, to someone who needed to remind himself to plug in. Now, just to milk that analogy and then I'll stop with the object lessons, I promise. I know that some of you don't feel exactly like this extension cord, but at times, perhaps especially over the past year, feel a little bit more like this. Sadly pulled from my office this morning. A little bit more about that and the necessity to unplug if we're overextended in a minute. But to think about ourselves To use that analogy, I I, I hope it is helpful to you. I hope it is helpful to you as a reminder to yourselves to to plug in to God. And how do we plug into God? Well, again, just as there are three prongs and an electrical outlet, at least in the newer ones, there are three ways we can plug in to God. We plug into God through Scripture. Scripture through the daily reading of scripture, through daily meditation, silence, prayer. And we plug into God through sacrament as well. When we come forward to this altar, finally today to receive communion, to have the wine and the bread, the body and blood finally put into our hands, when, when that happens we are plugging into a power that is there. It has energy. It has charge. It rouses, it stirs. Scripture and sacrament convey God's power to us. And we feel charged, roused, motivated, equipped and empowered by word and sacrament. And a third way, that third prong, that third way of plugging into God's power is community. God's word and God's sacrament, they are inherently, by their very nature, filled with God. They are holy, they are divine. The Holy Scriptures are the holy scriptures. The Holy Eucharist is the Holy Eucharist, whether we tap into it or not. They're not neutral. They're inherently full of God's holy, life-giving spirit and power. But that third way of tapping into God, community, Christian community, well, there's nothing that makes Christian community inherently full of God's Holy Spirit or inherently good. Christian community, the church universal, individual churches, individual members of churches can be a force for good or evil. Individual Christians, churches are capable of doing some of the best good in history and capable of perpetuating some of the worst prejudices. And that's why. In order to be a force for good, a force for grace, a force for justice, we as a Christian community, this Christian community, you and I as individual Christians need to keep grounding ourselves, need to keep plugging in to God's word and God's sacrament. As First John reminded us this morning, God is love. Those who abide in love abide in God and God abides in them because those who love God must love their brothers and sisters also, those who love God must love their fellow human beings. In other words, love is not just a feeling that we have and hear, but as Glenda reminded us last week, love is a series of concrete, visible, loving actions towards others. Because love makes itself known in community, those are some of the reasons I am so grateful that we are finally starting to regather. This past year and a half would have been difficult enough had we been gathering week by week, actually seeing each other, worshiping together, sensing one another's joys and pains that's only possible in person. Regathered, however, and this is the beginning, we hope, of larger and larger opportunities to regather with fewer and fewer constrictions on space and what we wear. Regathered, we remember Christ. We remember Christ. We put Christ's body back together. We are individual members of the body of Christ. And we remember Sunday by Sunday the body of Christ. We remember All Souls Cathedral as community, as the flawed, failed, flailing community All Souls is. And we remember All Souls as the fabulous, faithful, forward-looking community that All Souls is at the exact same time because All Souls Cathedral is comprised of individual people like me and you. Jesus said, I am the true vine. My Father is the vine grower. Abide in me. Just as a branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides, unless it dwells, unless it's connected, unless it's tapped into the vine, well, neither can you unless you abide. If and only if we are tapped into God through word and sacrament and community do we bear the fruit of the spirit in the world, love, joy, peace, patience, generosity, self-control, and if in fact we are tapped into the vine, if we are in fact plugged into God, we will naturally bear the fruit of the Spirit in our lives. We will naturally extend in multiple directions God's grace, God's love, God's justice in the world. Amen.